This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Stuart and Yvonne here with you. We're making magazines accessible just for you. And it is the turn of Prima Magazine today. And we found an article here, Yvonne, all about migraines, which is something you can relate to. It's a fascinating article. It's got lots of tips to, you know, prevent them or relieve some of the pain and some information there about what causes them as well. So Prima Magazine, migraines, Yvonne, tell us more. Yes, well, they're saying here one in five women suffer migraines, uh, but there are new ways to tackle the pain. Now, it doesn't because obviously I think this magazine's aimed at a particularly female audience. Yes. It doesn't say about men, but there are a lot of men suffer from migraines as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, it says here, if you've ever rolled your eyes when a workmate has called in sick with a migraine or a friend has asked you to pick up her child from school because she needs to lie in a darkened room, consider yourself lucky. You may have skipped the migraine gene, which affects 20% of us and will never have to experience the pain and nausea that accompanies an attack. Still commonly dismissed as just a headache, migraines are one of those conditions that are widely misunderstood. But the millions of sufferers in the UK, most of them women, blame it on hormones. Know that they are anything but. The excruciating head pain, often accompanied by flashing lights and nausea, can last up to 72 hours. I cannot believe that poor people have to deal with that for 72 hours. Mm. Now, latest research shows that with migraines, as with so many things in life, you are either born with susceptibility to this horrible condition or you're not. So even when migraines seem to start late in life, it's likely sufferers have had the problem for much longer than they think, but it has somehow gone unrecognised. That's it. So says Dr. Giles Ellerton from the National Migraine Centre. It's now widely accepted that those who suffer from migraines have a genetic predisposition in the form of a migraine gene. Our genes are something we cannot alter yet. However, we can avoid the triggers that set off migraines. So that's slightly depressing news for us migraine sufferers. Yeah, I'm lucky that I've never suffered from a migraine. I obviously don't have the gene. But is it really that debilitating? When when a migraine strikes, does it really just knock you for six and you can't do anything? Yeah, it's it's not just the headache. I don't actually find the headaches the first Mm. thing that goes. My eyesight goes, so I can't see anything. Everything goes really blurry, Mm -hmm. so terrible if you're driving or something you have to pull straight away and are they quite sudden do they just come on without much warning I just get a little flicker in Mm -hmm. the right of my Mm -hmm. eye and I think oh my goodness please let just be an eyelash and not a migraine and then no and then I go very very sick Uh uh very very hot and cold and then the headache starts after that and then Mm. it's just pretty much vomiting from oh, there on. God. I do hope you're enjoying your lunch. Yes. Anyway. Well, this, this is an interesting article, though, because it goes on to talk about some triggers and yeah. food. And I've, this is because, I mean, I've had migraines all my life and um, I've often heard that food can be a trigger, but this is, they're sort of saying the slightly different things here. They're saying, we've all heard talk about different foods triggering migraines, usually cheese or chocolate, but in fact, it's not the food that causes the oh. migraine, but the migraine that causes the sufferer to seek out those foods. Wow. This is Dr. Ellington again. When the migraine is still brewing, a chemical change causes us to crave certain foods, and then when the attack follows, we mistakenly blame what we've eaten. Now, that that's uh, something that I did for a long time. It's an easy mistake to make, it would yeah. seem. Yeah, so the main triggers are basically the things that alter the rhythm of your body. These are things that cause us to have migraines. For example, if you have your period, your body is out of kilter. Equally, if something changes in your sleep-wake cycle, meal regularity or stress load, that can upset the delicate balance, keeping you migraine-free. Caffeine, alcohol and even changes in the weather can be triggers. So anything you can do to keep your body on an even keel, such as keeping to a strict routine, however dull that may seem, will lessen your chance of a migraine. I think that's really true, actually. Mm, I think I've had a couple this this week. I'm sure it's because of Christmas. Yes, it is a busy, stressful time and everything 
everything adds up and you eventually become overwhelmed. Yeah, I think that's it. I think you're, e- you're drinking maybe more alcohol than mm-hmm, you normally do. Mm-hmm. You're eating different foods from what you'd normally do. The weather's really heavy. It's very dark. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, they say that things like, you know, even if, um, if you know your migraines are worse around your period, a contraceptive pill can help. Right. To even out your hormonal disruption if it's all around your hormones, which mm-hmm. I think is true mm-hmm. for a lot of, of uh, ladies, maybe some of the blokes, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you'll say one of the biggest triggers of migraines, and this is very fascinating to me, mm. is ironically our most common way of trying to control the problem, which is painkillers. Yes. If you take painkillers for more than 10 days a month, it impairs your body's natural switch off mechanism for migraine. So it's hard for people to accept that if you take no medication, the pain will go, even if you have to wait 72 hours for it to pass. When you start treating it, you you are simply pushing the pause button and your migraine will inevitably come back. And I think that's very true. I, whenever I take mm. pills... I, I try to avoid taking painkillers, yeah. uh, you know, willy-nilly be, for that very reason, that your body builds up a bit of immunity to them and they're not going to be as effective. I think that's a funny thing with blokes, though. Yes, you it, don't mind me saying it, It's a very <laughs> stoic thing. I'm fine, Yvonne. No, I, I don't know. need to take I that I don't need to take killer. that. Yes, and yes, I think it it's is. good not to take painkillers up to a point. But yeah. sometimes, you know, as I say to my husband mm-hmm. in a slightly nagging way, <laughs> just take a couple of pills and you'll be fine after that. Mm, so it's trying mm. to get that balance, isn't it? Between it is. treating, you know, symptoms where you really can allay the pain and not overdoing it. So, so if you don't want to take painkillers, yeah. what, what ways are Primo recommending to treat your migraines? Well, they're saying pretty much that you just have to kind of deal with it, which it seems kind of hard. I know mm. it depends on the type of migraine you have. Um, I have fairly relatively mild m- migraines, so I can generally manage to get through it without uh, drugs. But um, mm. a lot of people have to take drugs every day just to, yeah. to you know especially they you need to go to the doctor to get them prescribed mm-hmm. they're also saying about botox this is an interesting one as well yes Yvonne, i didn't uh, <laughs> this actually but i think you could use a bit of work <clears throat> for those reluctant to take too many tablets who have found nothing else helps the new injection treatments could be the answer botox which is available on the nhs in some severe cases is thought to work by blocking the pain signals to the brain um giving us a series up to 39 of tiny injections under the skin or into the muscles um, above the ears and into the neck and shoulders. The effect usually lasts about three months and three out of four people with chronic migraine benefit from that. So if you really are wow. a sufferer, that is maybe worth going and speaking yeah, to your doctor yeah. about there. That, also, you have lovely skin yes, by the end you, of it. you have two <laughs> benefits from that. That's fascinating. I had no idea. No, I thought I thought Botox was just used in cosmetic industry, but it yeah. has medical benefits as well. So, Yvonne, thank you for taking us through that article from Prima magazine. Absolutely fascinating stuff. It's got a, They've got a fully accessible website. It's prima.co.uk. Loads of articles on there. It's well worth a visit and we will feature more articles from Prima magazine very soon. Happy New Year. It is 2016. And if you're anything like me, you always feel the new year is a great time for a bit of a clear out to refresh and have a new start. And it's amazing how much social media can impact our health and happiness. So maybe you were thinking of having a bit of a clear out of your social media and your friends on Facebook. Do you have some friends on Facebook that are just of a certain type that you just think, they're popping up in my newsfeed a little bit too often. Well, maybe you need to clear out some of them. And Prima Magazine have created a bit of a light-hearted list of some of the personality types of on that we perhaps need to unfriend on Facebook. And the first one's the show-off. Tell us more. Yes, they're constantly posting about their great life, 
Look at me snaps in gorgeous holiday locations, pictures of their Christmas decorated home mm. looking like an advert set. No wonder you feel your life is unexciting in comparison. Uh, the worst of those who share a photograph of their child holding up an all A's exam results and tag the poor teenager too. Ditch anyone that makes you feel less than. Oh, I agree. They're yeah. just a little bit too perfect and they present what they want to present on their Facebook and their social it's media. what we all do on Facebook. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I know. Like this next one, the humble brand. Yeah. As well. The typical humble brag would be a picture of someone's son in a muddy football strip with the message, my poor washing machine, at least he scored six goals. Oh. Like the shelf, <laughs> but a bit more sly. Parents are experts of the humble brag. Reserve judgment, but too many posts and they're off. Yes, I agree. Sometimes you don't want to just get rid of someone because <laughs> they, they, they've posted once. But serial posting of that, yeah, I think it builds up and up and yet. Get rid of them. Now, this next one. I'm not a confrontational person, so if I had a friend like this on Facebook, they would annoy me. It's the fighter. Yeah, he or she just uses Facebook as a platform to start arguments. They often have controversial views on politics, pop culture, and anything else that results in a long timeline of people bickering with one another. Just delete that. Yeah, Simple as that. that. No, I don't like confrontation. And no. confrontation, just for the sake of it, it doesn't really sit well with me. So they certainly wouldn't be a friend. Now, this one's quite amusing. The reality team. TV contestant. <laughs> they, yes, they air their dirty laundry all over Facebook page with no privacy spared and they sometimes even go as far as arguing with their partners in a public message. After a while it just gets embarrassing. I've seen that. It's oh, not good. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. Cringy. I'm a very private person. I just I don't feel the need to publicly air that sort of thing. It's no. curious. Very You would never curious. get into our into mm. our um, debate with your girlfriend in like no, downtown or something. No, no, no. No, no exactly. No. And See, that's what we were talking talking about yesterday on the Daily Lunch as well. The way social media, people behave in a certain way on social media that they wouldn't behave in public. They feel that they can get away with it there. So mm, That's so true. That is yeah. very true. Anyway, looking at some more friends from Prima yeah. Magazine, the type, the personality types that maybe we find a bit irritating on social media and we need to have a clear out of in the new year. And this one, Yvonne, is the cryptic coder. Yes, who's worse than the person airing their dirty laundry? Well, the one that does it but doesn't give anything away. Oh. I mean, you're going to give some dirt away yeah. if you're going to do it. Do it. Um, this person stays pretty private, but in the most over-the-top and public way possible. I'm so angry. I can't believe some people and the lengths they go to. And you're left thinking, what lengths? What person? Mm. These people do draw attention, but then you shouldn't be giving it to them. Yeah, it is just attention-seeking <laughs> and it's a bit passive-aggressive. Not a friend of mine. Delete. <laughs> this yes. is a bit harsh, some of them, but yes. you know. It, uh, I would be left with no one, I yes. think. <laughs> I would be as well. I'd have two people left on my Facebook. People <laughs> deleting me right now. Yeah. <laughs> but this one's quite intriguing as well. It's the gamer. Yeah, stop all communication with people who you really don't know that send you annoying gaming requests or constant alerts of what level they've reached. If it's someone you want to remain friends with, just give them a little warning that you don't like it. Mm. I'm not really big fan. I don't really understand the whole gaming community very well, so yeah. I, don't really, I don't really have that. No, no, that one that's probably gone a bit over my head as well. But <laughs> each to their own, each to their own. Now, this one, the critic. Hmm. Yes, she's the first person to criticise what you're doing or what you've said. She'll say things like, so you've stopped the diet. And they write you uh, a post on a picture of your pudding. Um, or does X need a haircut? Mm. So they're saying here, never, never let someone else dictate. 
I, I get that feeling as well from social media. Is this quite competitive? People want there's a bit of one-upmanship. You know, yeah. people always want to present that I'm doing better than this and doing better. And you shouldn't let that sort of attitude dictate your life. It's not healthy. I, it's not a healthy. No, and I think sometimes humour doesn't come over so well on in in the written I, form format. I so. agree. I've had that problem many times in the past. You think you're being witty, but you can't put that tone of voice or that inflection into it as yeah. you would speaking to somebody. And so emojis and that sort of thing. Are slowly helping that but it is pretty tricky to get the tone right yeah. sometimes so it can be misinterpreted and come across as a bit critical whereas you're just trying to be friendly but now this one Yvonne might explain why I've not got you as a Facebook <laughs> yeah. friend it's the boss yes we're not quite sure why you'd have your boss on Facebook anyway but we strongly recommend you delete him or her do you really want them seeing everything you've been up to no and no. um, they'll start pie piecing things together like your late night out and the sickie the following day <laughs> There's yes. been people uh, sacked for that, hasn't it? There really yeah, has been yeah, yeah. things about people saying, oh, you know, I'm just going to throw a sickie today mm. at work because I just don't, you know, can't be bothered going in. And, and they're you, on, they're you, attached to their boss or someone else. Exactly. You forget oh. in your list of 300 friends that one of them is your boss. So yeah. nothing personal, Yvonne, but don't be expecting <laughs> a friend invite from me You're anytime. Fine. You're fine. I'll find out what you get up to in other ways. Yes, I'm sure Stuart you Mackey. will. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, this last one, it sort of sums up everything that I feel about social media. And it is just simply entitled The Stranger. Yeah, we can guarantee you won't speak to most of your Facebook friends in real life, so have a digital spring clean and remove a few you really won't miss. That way, your Facebook becomes a place where you can keep in touch with those you really want to hear about. Those you delete probably won't, you won't miss it anyway. There are always a few, aren't there? I, know. That, I, that I agree think, with that. I was I thinking exactly the same thing at the beginning of 2016. A lot of my Facebook friends are more acquaintances and acquaintances of acquaintances. There's people there's people that I haven't spoken a word to face-to-face -face and I just don't really consider to them friends. So why I'd try and impress them or care about their lives on social media is beyond me. So it sounds a bit harsh, but it is interesting how social media can affect your health and your psycho psychology as well. So thank you, Yvonne, for taking us through that really interesting article from Prima magazine. And if you want to read that yourself, they've got a great website that's fully accessible. It's prima.co.uk. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.